0: Good evening, documentary, December Dr. Zoo's film podcast. Tonight, a documentary by P. David Ebersole. The life and story. Well, let's read it properly, shall we? This is an interesting documentary. I only talk about the interesting ones. This is Hit So Hard. The life and near death story of Patty Schemmel, drummer, activist, and interesting person, very interesting musician. The film score is written by Roddy Botton of Faith No More. They're all friends. Okay, this film um, was screened at several film festivals, including South by Southwest. Khan, uh, Seattle Gay and Lesbian Film Festival, the Portland Queer Documentary Film Festival, and OutFest. The title is a reference to a song on Hole's nineteen ninety eight album, Celebrity Skin, which Patty didn't play on. But this tonight's documentary is all about Patty. She's going to talk about it. Doctor Zeus Film Podcast for the month of December. Documentary December hit so hard. The story of Patty. Shemmel.
1: Camera got started because I wanted to document, you know, all the places I was going and our shows and stuff. The
2: cemetery. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know those train cases you know it's like old like from like the 50s maybe and it was uh it was like alligator skin or like no 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 i don't know it was brown and it was this square case
3: <laughs> my memoirs are all encompassed in patty's uterus so if you really want to find out then
0: oh it's it's patty hello oh, it's patty this is this sonic youth baby sonic
1: A lot of stuff is gone, but the tapes survive in that case.
2: Say hi to someone who's gonna be watching this. Who are we gonna show this to? Mom. Hi, Mom. This is
1: Patty from Marysville, you know, my little red-headed girl.
2: Blair. 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 Wow, like, you know, she's really doing this, you know, rock and
4: roll, rock star kind of
2: thing. What about uh, Joe Mama? Jo Mama.
0: Joe Mama Knitzberg, Legal Joseph Knitzberg. Caught on tape. Yeah, that's my favorite card copy segment.
2: Will she remember this? The original Patty Schemmel uh, back in 96, we coined the Patty Schemmel biography. Autobiography would be I'm Drumming as Fast as I Can. I'm reading Rolling Stone, uh,
0: Yeah, so this documentary is about Patty Schemmel, um, her trials and tribulations, her drug. I mean a lot of musicians you know uh unfortunately it's the drugs it's the alcohol and Patty Shemel you know this is this is the rise and fall and then rebirth of Patty Schemmel, you know and what's interesting about Hole is you know it was her Courtney and they're all doing drugs you know including uh Kirsten Faff uh Piaf uh, of a uh, Hole who you know, died of a heroin or overdose. And, um, this documentary basically is life through, you know, Patty Schemmel's lens, um, and her experiences as a musician and as a, as a queer woman, you know, this is, this is interesting right here. You know, it doesn't get any better than this. This was so fascinating. Okay. You know, because people think, Oh, whole, it's all about, it's all about Courtney and it's not you know that there's Melissa, you know, there's Patty, there's Eric. And, um, this is, this is her story, the life story of Patty Schemmel and near death of Patty Schemmel. That's the title. And, um, you know, we can't play the music. Of course it's, Documentary December. We gotta watch the copyright, Roddy Bottom. I'm giving him a copyright 2011 because some you can hear some of his score in there. So you know, I wanna, I don't wanna get in trouble for that. Um, but this is interesting. I mean, Patty really could hit it hard. You know what I mean? Here we go.
4: A a girl that can really, like, hold it down and really rock, like, hit hard and just, you know, you feel that power and the force is, like, to me, one of the most exciting things.
3: I love her choices. To me, it's all about the song. I mean, that's the way I always look at it. When I play drums, I'm playing for the song. I'm not playing to show, like, what I can do. I've I've always thought that she's approached it that way. She knows just what to play when and where in the song, and and her choices are smart. She's got great timing. She hits the drums really hard, and you gotta hit the drums hard to make them sound good as far as I'm concerned. So, um, I'm a fan. You know, she's almost psychic. My fondest memories of that band are with certainly Patty on stage. She's tribal in a very, very good way, not not a clichéd way.
2: There was so much respect for her, especially in the early 90s, in the true era of alternative music. She is a super proficient, consistent-feeling punk drummer. Women were told to sit down and close their legs and be quiet, (laughs) and drumming, you're all like, "Ah," you know, so... And there's also kind of a myth about how you have to have all the strength, but the reality is you're not playing with tree trunks, you're playing with sticks that weigh like, you know, a couple ounces, so. And stamina, obviously women have stamina that give birth.
4: The drummer, that's that's a guy, you know? Like, it just sounds like a guy, the drummer. Like, and not a very bright guy either. Like, the dumbest, sweetest one is always
3: the drummer.
0: Every drummer, I'm starting to realize, is a comedian in the closet. And, she's, and she was like a full-on comedian.
3: When I first saw Pipe, I was like. Did she forget her shoes? She didn't bring her shoes to the gig. Is that it or what do you know? what did I, I, That blew me away. I was like, wow, what is that about? I don't know, maybe you can feel it better. I, I don't know, but that really struck me. She's so strong. I could watch her all the time. I get very annoyed when they put the
4: camera on the singer or on, <laughs> <laughs> or on the Doesn't guitarist. Courtney.
0: Kiss my ass. We'll down. Oh, my. Yeah, there's Courtney. Oh, my God. Courtney, 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 lover, hater, and she is an intriguing train wreck. You know, the woman who married Kurt Cobain and had his only child, the zygote who became Francis Bean Cobain, you know, here we go. I mean, there there's a lot going on. This touches, you know, the suicide of Kurt Cobain, the death of Holes' uh, basis at the same time in 94. It was a very dark period. And a lot of people didn't make it, you know. And Patty almost didn't make it. Yeah. It is like... Yeah.
4: You, you get better, but you don't get... You're never cured. My first drink was, it was like last day of school or something, and I wanted some,
1: and so me and my brother tasted it, and it, I remember it tasted disgusting. Patty and Larry, they were like twins because they were so close together.
3: For every year, they the same age for two weeks.
4: You know, from age 12, 13, it was just always like every now and then we'd drink or smoke pot or, or, you know whatever drugs were around, we you know, acid or mushrooms or whatever was, you know, would come up, we would uh, do it. Addiction is, is
0: a, a complicated thing, you know? I mean, doctors haven't been really able to pinpoint exactly what happens, you know? Uh, there, in, in my
2: experience, there is a genetic nature to addiction. Mm.
1: Yeah, well, my parents, well, I shouldn't really talk about my parents are alcoholics, but they, uh, yeah. You know, I had my first drink at 12. And then that was, you know, my first drink, I got drunk. And then, you know, there's problems ensued every time <laughs> I drank.
3: I know it, it seems like such a simple message, just say no, but it's in the Oh,
2: God.
0: World. All over the country, young people are learning. Oh, God, it's Nancy Rankin. 80s,
1: I wasn't politically conscious at all until things started uh, in in the music. I'd start to hear lyrics, you know, the Dead Kennedys, you know, Jello Biafra would sing about things, or local bands would talk about situations going on at home in Seattle, and, and you know, we're all angry. There had also been two
4: presidents in the White House, Reagan and Bush, Pretty much it seemed like our entire lives because you know that lasted 12 years and these were people it seemed like people like us would never be able to talk to and meanwhile everyone, my age we all grew up just every morning
1: thinking the bombs would go off. It was the age of mutually assured destruction I to you today
0: that I've signed legislation. Oh my God, Reagan's 80s. I was too little to really pay attention. I'd been kicked out of bands
1: in Seattle, you know, at least three times because I was such a drunk, you know, and I wasn't showing up. And, you know, I'd sit down behind the drums and fall over. And from playing drums since I was 11, I knew the difference between one beer and then being sober. It affected. My stamina affected how, you know, I I like to play hard and fast, and I couldn't.
2: Yeah.
1: I hope this isn't focused because I'm filming. Look inside. The yeah, but just your
0: forehead. Oh, that's, that's, your, that's, your, that's, that's disturbing. She is stoned and she's filming it and um, her friend says what are you documenting your mi- uh, misery and she says yeah this is a powerful documentary about Patty Shamel, about the music okay um yeah there there's there's so much going on in this documentary balance so that I could play and still be altered yeah and holes music is playing and i i don't want to get a knock on the door from courtney love i don't think anybody does okay so it's interesting there's a lot of great footage in this documentary hit so hard the life and near death of patty schemmel and we're not going to fo- focus on courtney i think a lot of people want to and it's like eh, it's courtney you know uh, i'm I mean I don't hate her. She is interesting. She's very interesting. Great actress. Um, very determined. Yeah. 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 And just sort of like
1: having being drunk and being high in this crazy ego thing of you
0: know. And we can't cause now it's it's whole again. It's Courtney. She's singing. <laughs> yeah. Um it's Sunday night. It's um just crazy. You know, we're almost at the end of this year. I can't believe it. It's a roller coaster ride. And you know, this podcast I've wanted to move it in a different direction. And a shout out to all the essential workers and everyone just dealing with this shit. You know, um um, if I could feed all of you, I, I would, you know, if I could bathe all of you, I would, I'm not, I'm not kid- If I could get you all one of that animatronic baby Yoda, I would, I have one. I mean, I, I want to get everyone one. That's how crazy, but you know, that's off topic from Patty Schemmel. I'm not putting the mic to the, this part of the show because a lot of music is playing and I don't want to get in trouble. Okay copyright you know anti-authority and so here I am like 30 years old and, and I'm counting this one yeah yep Joe Mama Nisbet oh yeah oh here we go oh great oh god yep they were all doing drugs and they're highlighting this moment and let's highlight the music this story um and I'm just noticing in the corner of the room the little I have those little bottles of alcohol I can't drink alcohol anymore I really should donate those to someone or throw them out yeah oh Metallica Veruca Salt and Hole 94 oh my what a what a photograph look at what's going on you know, you know,
2: 27 years, Saturn comes back to your life to haunt you, and it takes three years to get out. From 27 to 30, you are given your first major test to survive. Kurt, Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, every single... All these people died. The moment that thing came in and said, now survive and show me that you're strong, do this, face all of your challenges, face everything, most really troubled people, that's their first opportunity to check out.
0: Yep, we're not going to play you, Courtney. No, 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 no. Yep. Mm. And so from there, we're going to talk about the music. You know how she started out with a band, the Milk Bones, with her brother Larry, and um, how she came to the attention of... Kurt Cobain, Kurt Cobain wanted her in Nirvana, okay? As Courtney has said, she was very nearly in Nirvana. Um although they kind of I guess fought over her. He wanted her in whole in Nirvana. Courtney wanted her in whole, you know. Um and so if we can find it, you know, Patty was very
3: nearly in Nirvana. Kurt didn't give a lot away in interviews, but the the drummer the drummer role for who was going to be Nirvana was Dave Grohl, um, about third Jay Maskis for some reason. He was obsessed with him and he loved this band Sybil that Patty was in. And so I was like, I want her. He's like, I want her. And I said, why well, don't we split her? So six months, six months.
1: I lived with them in this house on High Tower. I lived in the guest room and was like a bathroom separating us and there was this closet and that's where kurt wrote i think pretty much all of the new row in that closet he would just sit in there play a guitar and sit on like a fender twin
3: Reverb. patty made kurt happy how many friends i just think that um, patty and him had a very special relationship and you know she was probably more nirvana than i was
0: you got that right um what else do we have here oh
1: every single whole song that there ever was even ones that weren't recorded when i got into the band it was april and then eric and i worked on music and then august she had frances
3: she's
1: been with the writing and it's always been um, depending on uh, if the guitar player
0: comes in um and, and she's talking about home and yep there was a lot going on a lot i mean there's a moment where she talks about doing meth we're not going to talk about that because i feel her story yeah it's she rose above all of this. You know, what I notice in the music industry is how the drugs are tolerated because the managers are like, well, as long as you're playing. It for everybody else in the band. Yeah. You know. And then she talks about wanting to get clean and how hard she worked to get clean, okay? And, you know, a lot of people who try to maintain that sobriety. While wanting to play this music, you know, the fact that in the music industry, drugs are so accessible and you have all the yes people and you don't have the no people telling you no, you know, not in a Nancy Reagan type of way because, you know, hey, we don't want Nancy on this show, do we? Or her ghost. I mean, I'm sure she's having lunch somewhere in the afterlife with, with, um, Lady Bird, I don't know, you know. Not Barbara Barbara Walters isn't there yet. Come on. Yeah. So Yeah, she's telling a story about the drugs and it's like I don't want to put this part in the show because it's much more than that because this is a music documentary month, okay? And Yeah. Oh, here... This is interesting. See, he knows. He's, he's like, wise to it. Hey, Eric, you're the sober one, and you have a car. Drive us downtown. You know, I'm, like, so innocent, thinking, like, oh, they're gonna get some tacos. <laughs> and,
4: uh, No, they're going to the taco truck for another reason.
1: I remember we were doing basic tracks for Miss World,
0: and... Yep. With their new bassist, who also died... She died of a drug overdose in '94, right after Kurt. And then Melissa Auf o- D- came in, and we can't play the music, of course, because Courtney, yeah, Courtney, looking for a drummer, yeah. Um, I mean, here, you know, the alternative era of music. I know. <laughs> oh my. Mm. Someone was, you know, commenting on something. When I do this show, I try to stay within the moment. (sighs) Here we go. Yep, that's true. Oh, here's something. Yeah. Um... You know Patty Shamell's story is interesting in fact you know she, you know she's having to I mean she's you know gone through homophobia she's gone through all kinds of things and also to be a woman in rock here you go
1: And when we came back, um, we had a show in Seattle, and I asked, I called up Larry, and I said, "Come to the show."
4: Nirvana after show presented by Lady Stick. <laughs> and there's a whole
1: from- November fourteenth. That's the show, I think. Like that show that I came back from on the Lemonheads tour. Mm-hmm. And you and Simon were there, and you guys were high that night. Oh, 1994. It was Thanksgiving from Thanksgiving Day. It was on from there.
4: Just start chipping a little bit here and there. And and every weekend turns into every other day. Every other day turns into every day. Next thing you know, you wake up and you're, you know, you're sweating and you're feverish. And you're like, God, what's wrong with me? I don't feel very good. And you do a shot of heroin and then you're fine. And then you're like, oh, I get it. Okay, I'm
1: strung out. I'd started using and I was gonna kick, but I was gonna take a trip to my sister's, and I was gonna drink the whole time. That was my brilliant plan there. And um, I turned on the TV and I saw it on the news.
2: Suicide at the age of 27. More now from NBC's Brian Williams.
1: I grabbed the phone and I called. And I called Eric and he was like, yeah, come home.
0: I was, um,
4: yeah,
3: I was For some people, it's a seminal moment. It's like the
1: Kennedy of their life, you know, when Kennedy was shot, where were you when you found out about crypto game?
2: Everyone of our generation, I think, remembers where they It's crazy. I was
4: in a cubicle at the Sierra Club where I was a part-time secretary, and my roommate at the time called and said... That he, that he was dead, and I... <sighs> Patty called, and she was in tears, and it was, like, a, such a strange day.
3: I think I was, home. I think Courtney actually called, and I had just been in Seattle right before he died, and I think he was going through a really hard time. I went up to
4: Seattle when that happened with Roddy, and... We were like holed up in the house with a bunch of people,
0: and Patty was there a lot. But look at each other. It was just like, as you can imagine. And this is this is the moment where it's like, oh my god, you know, this is uh, Kurt dies, and Kurt thought the world of Patty, and you know, he dies, and boom!
1: All these people there. Mom and but I remember walking the front door and just looking at all those people there, and, and 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 feeling really uncomfortable about how to say hello. You know, like how
0: do I say? Interesting. So we're gonna move along. We're gonna go into the music. We're gonna dive into the music. You know. Um, here we go. Okay, so what happens is Patty has the, you know, she gets on, on drugs. She's crystal meth, heroin. Um, at the same time, Hole is going to make celebrity skin. They just made Live Through This, and the producer they were working with was trying to size up Patty and felt she wasn't up to the challenge and would bring the tracks over to Courtney, and Courtney like, so they ended up using... Um, Patty wrote the drum parts and appeared in all the artwork but didn't play on celebrity skin. Isn't that fucked up? Um Yeah
1: I came back after 30 days and I was like okay I'm home Now let's get to work
0: Yep Yep Uh, She didn't even get to do I mean (laughs) it was crazy They had a studio session drummer doing the drumming for her Um uh you know, I I know she wanted to slug Courtney. And um it really it drove her into the descent of drugs again, even deeper and further. Yeah. Oh my. You know, Celebrity Skin, that album. Lost a, it didn't it didn't have a lot of soul like um live through this live through this did. Yeah. Yeah, we're not playing the music. Oh my god. And and Patty had a really close relationship with Melissa Oftemar of Hole. She came in after the original bassist Kirsten died. And um, they had a really tight bond, you know, two redheads, um, a kind of sisterly thing. Yeah. Yeah. Sad. It's sad. This is the moment of the documentary where you actually want to slug. Well, I know a lot of people want to slug Courtney for other reasons, but the treatment of Patty. This
2: weird transition where the other drummer was coming in and this weird stuff happened. She definitely started using again, of course, lying and me screaming in the bedroom, her bedroom, you know, same places where we do the dances on the carpet, me saying, You're on drugs. Don't lie to me. I don't even remember seeing her face. I don't even know what it was. It was just like. Over. And I just didn't even look. And I didn't look at her, didn't look back, just moved on out of just pure survivalism. Rented a house in Eagle Rock, way
1: out, and you know, and I'm just 24 hours a day on cocaine and heroin, and I'd worked out some kind of settlement with the band, like, I want this amount of money and I'm gonna get, you know, goodbye.
2: I, at that point, had let go, prepared and expecting that I might never see her again.
4: She kind of disappeared. There was really
3: no way to, to get
4: a hold of her she kind of went AWOL.
3: I didn't have a phone number for her, and I would call different
1: people, and even Larry didn't know exactly where she was. It was just me in a room, you know, and that, that I liked that. That
3: was just kind of like sad. Oh, we lost her, where'd she go? Finally,
1: I can like go get drugs when I want and, and not have to answer to anybody. But I don't have to get up tomorrow, I don't have to show up
2: to rehearsal. I didn't know how far she would go or how, but it was devastating and terrifying knowing that she was so fragile and knowing that this was happening to her.
1: And then getting arrested. Like, I think I had pajamas on, you know, and, like, just getting arrested and going to jail. And that, you know, that there comes that next step, which is, you know, you're incarcerated.
0: But I was not, you know, we'd I heard little rumors about, I think somebody told
1: me at some point. Paid a lawyer to take care of, help me take care of it. But that money just ran out in like six months. And when that all went, then it was just lost all of it. Like, I put it all into storage space and then, um, you know, paid a certain amount of time on it so that I was good. And that's when everything went, I went straight to the street. It starts out really slowly. Like, you go there and you're just you know, I was just going to cop and then all of a sudden, well, I think I'm going to just kind of stick around a little bit because it's just all the dopes here. Well, this looks like a good place to stay, this corner in the middle of a field somewhere, you know? of it was like anger like screw you guys you know I'm like what kind of thought process is that screw you guys I'm on the streets now screw you I'm living on the streets pushing a shopping cart. you gotta fuck
2: off Patty's like gone off the deep end like she's like doing crack and like in you know homeless and um I was so sad and so shocked. And then thinking back, I was like, oh yeah, she was doing drugs back then,
3: but it seemed under control. She calls me and she calls me collect, And I said, what are you doing? And at this point I hadn't done these kind of drugs that she was doing and I have now. And um, uh, she goes, I'm just on the street being a crackhead. I'm like, are you totally wearing a windbreaker? She goes, yep. I'm like, are you totally wearing one of those crackhead hats? She goes, yep. I'm like, that's hysterical. And she laughed her ass off. I'm like, so are you totally about to ask me to Western Union to use the money? She goes, yeah. I'm like, okay. Fuck. I said, I will do this one more time. I, uh, just because I, I don't know, I, maybe I could foretell my own future or something. But, um, she, she had an absolutely genius sense of humor about being a crackhead on the street. It's, I sent I sent someone down to the Western Union, um, and I said, you know, you gotta you gotta do the full you know rehab, pretty soon. Because I'll send you money, but dude, you just gotta do the full rehab.
1: There's you know like a three four block radius of you know like Temple Alvarado area, and then over into that, that's kind of those streets in there, and just kind of like finding ways to get a little bit of cash here and there, you know, know, stealing. Uh, just different things it was strange because being a gay woman and and then just um, using that part of myself to make money was easy you know to like put myself into that place and like just turn off myself and then just do this thing get money get get high, but, you know, I had to keep getting high to deal
0: with that whole disgustingness of it, you know, but... And so, Patty gets clean. She gets clean. She continues to do music. She gets married. She has kids, and um, Patty Schell has a, a really a really good ending. Let's dive into it.
1: It would take me somewhere better and it did it's sad. it's sad i looked at boys like they got the best deal and i got ripped off why can't i you know do the same things boys did well the drums are not my idea of an instrument
2: suitable for a young lady but why not well, how many famous women drummers do you know
3: there are a handful of drummers that are women that are the real deal.
0: And so that's it. Documentary December. Patty Schemmel. Hit so hard. Unpleasant Dreams.